You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those who can never know enough about history. I'm Gabe Lussier, and today we're looking at a red-letter moment in retail history, the day when the suburban shopping mall leveled up and became a full-blown tourist destination. The day was August 11, 1992. The Mall of America had its grand opening in Bloomington, Minnesota. An estimated 150,000 shoppers turned out to get a look at the nation's largest indoor shopping mall. And with a footprint of over 5 million square feet, there was definitely a lot to see. The mall's public walkways alone formed a three-mile loop, but visitors would have to walk much more than that if they wanted to check out all 330 stores or pay a visit to the mall's Camp Snoopy amusement park. The Mall of America was so big, in fact, that it was even assigned its own zip code, 55425, in case you're curious. In 1956, America's first modern shopping mall opened in the city of Edina, Minnesota, just outside of Minneapolis. It was designed by Austrian-American architect Victor Grun and was meant to address the local residents' demand for a temperate place to shop in the winter one where they wouldn't have to brave the cold to visit different stores. Gruen's design was an immediate hit with the public, and for the next three decades, similar shopping malls sprang up all over the country. It seems fitting, then, that the king of shopping malls was built in the state that kicked off the trend in the first place. The future site of the Mall of America became available in 1982, 
when the Minnesota Twins and Vikings relocated from the Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington to the newly opened Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome in downtown Minneapolis. The team's move came as a blow to the city's economy, but it also created a remarkable development opportunity, freeing up 78 acres of prime real estate. Three years later, the Bloomington Port Authority bought the site of the former stadium and began accepting proposals for new development. The winning submission was the Mall of America, an idea pitched by the Triple Five Group, a conglomerate based in Canada. Developers broke ground on the ambitious project in the summer of 1989, and construction wound up taking three years and more than $650 million to complete. Finally, after several months of build-up in the press, the Mall of America opened its doors for the first time on August 11, 1992. More than 10,000 employees reported to work that day, but they were nearly outnumbered by the thousands of eager customers who lined up outside, hours before opening. Eventually, the crowd grew so large that it became a safety concern, and mall staff decided to open 35 minutes ahead of schedule just to keep the peace. Shoppers counted down the last 10 seconds and then charged through the doors, cheering and shouting. One woman from California had actually timed her family's vacation to coincide with the mall's opening, and according to the Pioneer Press, she wasn't disappointed either. It's more magnificent than I thought, she told reporters. It gives you a sense of being proud to be an American. It's shopping, but there's something here for everybody. She was certainly right on that last point, as the mall billed itself not only as America's largest shopping mall, but as its largest entertainment complex as well. It boasted an indoor amusement park, an aquarium, a movie theater, even a wedding chapel. Of course, for those who weren't looking to get hitched or ride a roller coaster, there were also 300-plus stores to shop in. The mall was anchored by retail stalwarts like Macy's, Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, and Sears, and it featured no shortage of clothing, music, and bookstores either. But it also had some rather eclectic specialty shops, including one called Bare Bones, where shoppers could find everything from full-scale replicas of animal skulls to detailed charts of the human digestive system. The perfect place to score a last-minute gift on your way to your niece's birthday party at Camp Snoopy. The mall was equipped with more than 12,000 parking spaces, but it was still tough to find a spot on opening day. Many people wisely opted for public transit instead. In fact, it was reported that by 4 p.m., nearly 6,000 people had taken the bus to the mall. And since demand remained steady throughout the evening, Metropolitan Transit Commission wound up running extra buses to prevent overcrowding. Despite all the frenzy, police and mall officials reported no major problems. Shoppers complained about long lines and heavy traffic, and more than a few got lost or fatigued while exploring the sprawling complex, but all in all, the opening went rather smoothly. The biggest issue, according to retailers, was that most people did more looking than buying. And while it's not conclusive evidence, one shopping bag count performed that day found that only one in every ten people had actually made a purchase. Luckily for developers, that trend eventually changed as more and more tourists began adding the mall to their itinerary. 
Today, more than 30 years later, the average out-of-towner spends about $162 per visit to the Mall of America, and more than 42 million people visit each year. Despite the challenges posed by online shopping and the COVID-19 pandemic, the Mall of America is still drawing huge crowds today. It also still holds the record as the largest mall in the country, though it's worth noting it's not the largest mall in the world, or even in North America. The latter distinction belongs to the West Edmonton Mall in Alberta, Canada. And wouldn't you know it, that one is also owned and operated by Triple Five. If you're planning your own visit to the Mall of America, keep in mind there have been some changes since opening day. For one thing, the mall is now even larger, with more than 500 retail stores and two built-in hotels. Also, while it still has an indoor amusement park, Camp Snoopy is long gone and the space is currently occupied by a Nickelodeon-themed park called Nickelodeon Universe. Oh, and bad news if you were hoping to tie the knot over an Orange Julius, the mall's famous Chapel of Love is sadly no longer with us. It closed for good in 2022 after hosting the weddings of more than 8,300 couples, some of whom may still be lost in the mall together even now. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider keeping up with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find us at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can get in touch directly by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.